All right, welcome back to the third episode of Inciting Incident. Once again, I am with Alex. Hello, hello, guys. And Vili. What's up? All right, all right. I feel like we're getting into a little bit of a groove when it comes to these episodes. We have a bit of a system. And this time, we went to the cinema. We watched Banshees of Inshirin. I mispronounced that. I know, but it's, it's fine. It's called the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Oh, yeah, for real. Pedro yeah, yeah, said yeah. earlier. They started playing Shape of Us. I was like, God damn. I didn't want to even try it. <laughs> for the record, we literally Maybe. have the title of the film out right now and still none of us can pronounce yeah, it. It's real. called <laughs> The Banshees of Inna Sheeran. Is it Inna Sheeran? Inna Sheeran. Banshees in... Banshees in Inna <laughs> I barely know <laughs> her. <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, Pedro, why don't you get us started? Oh, what do you think fuck. about the film? Dude, I fucking love this film. This one, this was one of the best films I've seen in so long. The dialogue was obviously incredible. It's a film that is carried by the dialogue. The thematic content of the film, which we will get into in more detail in just a bit, was also fantastic. Obviously, performances, incredible. I give this film like a 9 out of 10, honestly. Like, I think this is Oscar material. A 9 out of 10. What about you, Alex? Um, I'm kind of on the verge because my English, as you listeners can hear, is not as great as Willis and Pedro's. I, I cannot understand like half of the dialogue that was in the film, but... I still understood quite enough to appreciate the film and I will rewatch it. I would rewatch it either in Russian, which is my mother language, or with a script in the hand. But uh, my my grade for the film would be 7 or 8 out of 10 even though I couldn't understand like 50% of the dialogue. Because the thematics of the film were close to my heart, like the thema- both thematics of both characters of the film, which we'll talk about later. So yeah, something like that. And you, Vili? That's very well said. Uh, I think I'll give the film a strong seven to a light eight, as mm-hmm. one does. Mm-hmm. And before we get any into any further investigation or discussion of the film, uh, should we summarize the plot a little bit? Yeah, let's. So, basically, the story is um, all taking place in a small island just off the coast of Ireland called Inishirin. And um, we follow two characters. The character played by um, Colin Farrell, he has a best friend who is played by the actor named... Brendan Cleason. Thank you very much. And this actor is... uh, Sorry, excuse me. His character does not want to be friends with Colin's character anymore. And the whole plot is basically him trying to figure out why. And then the more you dive into it, the more you get to see more about uh, the character's personalities. And eventually, you reach a point where they... um, Where... What's the guy's name again? Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, (laughs) Brendan's character. (laughs) When Brendan's character is, you know, completely fed up with him, and he starts to fucking chop off his fingers and throw him at his door. Spoilers, in order to obviously. keep them away. Oh yeah, spoiler alert. In order to keep oh. them away from uh, 
from uh it was from in the trailer so yeah yeah, yeah. well it was was it in the trailer a lot of people yeah. don't watch no, the no, trailers no. I uh, never saw. in the trailer there was a part when he said i would chop my finger each time you talk with me oh, i never so saw the trailer bro no, no, no. I, I, I saw the trailer so yeah the the, the overarching conflict is this guy really wants to be friends with this other guy and he does not want to be friends with him. So is it fair to say that this is at least the most simple film that we've seen for this podcast thus far? Concept yeah. The, the entire yeah. story, entire premise of the film is one guy doesn't want to be friends with the other guy. Other guy doesn't figure out why. That's what, what, how it begins. And it goes, runs on that juice all the way to the end. Yeah. But the other thing is, I think it's the most simple, uh, you know, plot surface-wise. Mm. But thematically, like deeper thing is deeper than um, the both uh, films that we watch for the podcast. Because I think this film gave me more thoughts, like to think about later in the days, or than the f two films before, like Don't Worry, Darling and so, Barbarian. Don't worry, darling. It's not really much. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, don't, yeah. we don't talk about yeah, yeah. that anymore. But Forget still, about Don't Worry, Darling. This film gave me more thoughts to think about. Yeah, after. I agree. I, agree. <coughs> I think uh, the... Sorry, excuse me. I think the assessment that the film is quite simple when it comes to um, plot is completely fair. And I think that most of it, uh, excuse me, most of the depth comes from either the themes or the characters. So why don't we just jump into it? Let's start about let's start by talking about the themes. So Alex, you have quite a bit to say about this. Yeah. Uh, so I I was very close to both of the themes of both characters. So first character of Colin Farrell, his theme was obviously of theme of not the ability the the ability of not letting go basically. Hmm. He he wasn't able to let go his friend. He wasn't able to understand why, and he was trying to still link uh, for for the friendship with hmm. him, with his friend, even though his friend the Bernard Brendan Gleeson Bernard <laughs> Bernard Gleeson <laughs> new actor. <laughs> Um, he didn't want like, to be friends anymore. Yeah, yeah he he showed that in the first act, I think it was that he showed that he don't want to be friends with him when he cut off his first finger. Why do you guys think he did not want to be friends with him anymore? I, actually, I know that. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I no, I, I understood. Not. I think I think I understood why it's when you he said that in thinking also in the first act. He said that basically you're keeping me back. Uh, you are too. But that's not, sorry oh. to interrupt. So yeah. just finish what you're gonna say first. For basically, he said that you were keeping me back. I want to do something great in my lifetime, and that's when I when I connected with him because I felt that urge with a lot of people that I talked to. When I was doing something and my friends was doing nothing, they basically was just living their lives. And I was like, no, I need to disconnect with everyone to do to be greater than I am seeing myself right now. 
Mm. And he's he was doing that. He was just like, okay, you, even though you're great friend, you still living in the past. You still linger to to the old things. You don't speak about like something more like the art, the music. Yeah, yeah. You, you 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 they. He said that in the dialogue, and that's why he don't want to be friends with him anymore. But do you think that's the real reason? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously I was going to push back on that just a little bit. I was going to say, in class, we saw earlier this week, what's on the script versus what the script is saying are two different things. Yeah. So I understand what you're saying, but I think that is an example of what the script is saying. Oh, excuse me, of what's on the script. Mm-hmm. What do you interpret as um, what this script is actually saying? And I expand this question to the both of you. So, like, Billy, if you want to Yeah, in. so if this is my way into it, I just say, uh, well, this guy, Brendan Cleason character, he's in his 70s, I think. He's living in Ireland, in Ireland. Uh, and he has these sort of, I wouldn't say illusions of Crandor, but, like, in his late age, like, 10 years into his retirement, he suddenly decides he wants to be remembered and be great at something. So, in a way, that's about midlife crisis or late life crisis. It's, in a way, about depression, which is what the film talks about a lot as well. Uh, and I think there's a thematic element into it, but I don't want to get into that just yet because otherwise we're going to jump the wagon just a bit too early. I just wanted to get into the characters first. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to say about, <coughs> excuse me, about the Colin Farrell character as well. I think he's not as much about letting go as uh, letting go of the Brendan Cleason character as just letting go of a way of life. Mm-hmm. So these guys live in an island that's literally called the Island of Ireland, and it's set in the 20s, I believe, which is the backdrop of the, what is it, the War of uh, Independence of Ireland. But No, it's the Irish Civil War between yeah. the IRA and the other people. Yeah. So I think he's... <laughs> British, <laughs> other people. No, 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 Civil War, Civil War. Civil War. It's internal, so it's within Ireland. So it's the IRA oh, okay. versus the Irish, whatever. Uh, yes. Yeah, what so oh, not, maybe, maybe not, I'm I'm also no, 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 knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah. uh, Northern Ireland versus Ireland. For something like just that. to say, so maybe, it's, maybe. it's okay. essentially we we war, don't. There's a war in Ireland. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, what's essential about that is it's a war of people fighting against their own people, not people fighting against the enemy across the border. And this mm. war is not really acutely made known in the film, aside from a couple of scenes where the characters are walking in the beach. And they can hear the shots and the explosions from the mainland. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a miniature version of friend turning on friend, what's happening in the island. And it's a kind of the traditional values of the, what the Colin Farrell character holds, that we are this island. We are the Ar- island of Ireland and by extension, the actual island itself. We've always been friends with each other. We've always loved each other. We've always made do with the limited resources we have. Mm-hmm. But now we have to abandon that nicest for uh, sort of, I wouldn't say necessarily a creator ideology, but like a, a different sort of ideology that has slipped into the island, which mm. is for the Brendan Cleason character, the fact that he wants things to mean something all of a sudden. He doesn't just right. want to exist with his friends and family anymore. He wants things to be bigger. He wants them to be something else. Hmm. Interesting. I love... I like what, that interpretation, yeah. yeah. About how the, like the, the fact that it is a civil war reflects the conflict of people who are you know one and the same you know what i mean like they were friends is it's not a it's not an external threat it's yeah it's them fighting amongst themselves i love what you said but i i think maybe my uh maybe my 
inability to acknowledge the history of the Ireland and I, mean, I think that I like we don't know I only just Wikipedia it but the, oh. the all you need to know is it's people fighting on people it's not people it's not uh, a war of ideology no no I mean it's not like so it's not like blue team versus red team like there's a country invading right. your country but rather uh. your country doesn't know what it is so right now and they have to like rise up from the ashes mm -hmm. and you have to so it's neighbor against neighbor friend against family family against family in a case brother shooting each other and that's mm. a wholly different type of war than enemy against family right mm. no, the, the other thing is maybe i wasn't able to notice this very cool meaning that you did because i too connected to the meanings was that was kind of on a surface level mm. because i um i have you know, I connected with both of the characters, with a character that couldn't let go of his past, basically, and the character that wanted to go further beyond his past. So I connected with both of them, and I was like, so maybe caught, caught up with mm -hmm. both of them. I was like, I, I think that, that's it. I think this is a yeah, this is a very interesting level of and. Because at the no. end of the day, if the surface level, uh, excuse me, if at the surface level there is enough to explore, you don't necessarily have to go deeper. I think this film you definitely have to, but if there is enough on the surface, you can stay there and comfortably enjoy the film. Yes. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, I definitely no, agree. I'm, and I, I agree with Willie that uh, there's definitely something more more going on there because there was uh, the character of the the, uh, the the boy with the sheeps yeah he, he uh, was an interesting uh, character yeah and <coughs> honestly I um, sorry go ahead the, the, the friend of the Colin Farrell right. character yes yes, yeah, yes, Dominic, yes, yes. The guy with uh, honestly I kind of I didn't quite figure out his character why he was in there like what was his purpose? See, I, I think uh, it's... Uh, like only on the, also on the surface level because right. after Willis' great uh, speech, <laughs> I was uh, I, I'm thinking like the great speech. What, no, for me because uh -huh. I, I was I was I was thinking only on surface level. Yeah, I'll say a couple See. of things just because mm -hmm. I still remember them. Number one, I don't think you're thinking on the surface level. I think the surface level is just watching the funny dialogue and you know nice scenery and whatnot because it's a pretty film and it's the dialogue is really entertaining. You just watch the scene and be entertained, right? Yeah, even though for 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 the listeners, even though I didn't understand like half of the dialogue, maybe not half, like but like sixty percent, I understood. Mm -hmm. But still, it was so entertaining to me to watch yeah. and to listen to people interact. The how it was shot, the cinematics was great. The yeah. scenery was great. Uh, it, it it was just a pleasant time to be in there. But uh, I thought. It, it was just a movie about two guys, uh, basically one who want to go and further beyond, one to who, who wanted to stay. And you are showing me right now that, yeah, this yeah. is something more about that. Yeah. But my... Uh, Initial uh, impression. Yeah, my... my, my, my uh, no, no, no. Like your first my, my lack of knowledge about mm. the history. 
that's okay. yeah my yeah no I was cool like, oh. i didn't know the history either i just Google the gunshots because you can hear the gunshots and they're yeah. and then yeah, I was and I they was talk about the war as well during the film. They do, but not, I remember it's not really made prominent. So yeah, they say that there is a war going on. We just yeah, and you don't even know what war. You're yeah, like, exactly. what is this? But is this? I remember the talk about the war. But when they, I heard the gunshots, <laughs> I was thinking it was the fireworks. <laughs> oh, the fireworks, man! But there was the fireworks, right? In Were one they? scene, I don't think so. No? I don't think so, bro. No, I think I you're think tripping so. that. Oh, different film, be... bro. Different film. Yeah, that's you a... watching Black Adam. I think you were watching. <laughs> I the... watched Black Adam. I think you were watching the Lewis Bonfire, the bro. The unreleased wait. episode. Wait, wait. Yeah, <laughs> let me let me bring it back to one thing that I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. So, I hear your your interpretation. I actually think it's a great interpretation, but I see it a little bit differently. I think the film is all about identity. So you have Colin Farrell's character who defines himself on his friendship, on his relationship to other people. You know what I mean? When he loses this friendship, he kind of goes through this emptiness. I would say that's his main sort of conflict throughout the series. It's him like, not the series, the film. Him figuring himself out without being this guy's friend. You know what I mean? He goes through this stage where he's a little bit of an asshole to everybody. He goes through this stage where he's trying to make friends with Dominic go through this stage where he thinks that he can just fix the issue by getting rid of the guy's new friends you know Who's what i mean dominic huh there's no one named dominic the yeah film. there is who dominic who? the fucking you mean colm huh you mean brendan cleese the character Colm? nah bro the other one the dumb character the one that gets beat by his father oh that one yeah that's dominic oh sorry bro <laughs> I just totally killed your argument over there go ahead no it's cool it's cool it's cool i was gonna say and then like you flip it onto the other character and it's also about identity it's all about, you know, wanting to be this great thing that he's not. And we see that he is not this great thing in a line towards the end when he reveals the name of the song that he's been working on. He says, oh, it's called the Banshees of Inchirin. And then Colin Farrell's character asks him, what's the deeper meaning behind it? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I just like the, the SH sound. You know what I mean? So this guy is also trying to become something that he is not. It's all about... Yeah, again, it's all about identity. It's all about the identity of these characters and what happens when you remove somebody's identity. And I think your interpretation is pretty valuable when you put into question the identity of a whole country through the Civil War. You know what I mean? So you have this this internal ideological conflict which is being portrayed by the very overt identity crisis of both main characters. But, sorry, just go on a little bit of a long rant, but this also extends to the other characters. The fact that we're on such a small island, even the side characters also assume a one-note identity. You have the policeman. You have the barman. You have, you know, uh, the main character's sister is a little bit more complex. But basically, she's just the smart one. You know what I mean? She's the, she's the one who reads a lot and eventually gets a job in the library. So when you put this, uh, this film as an exploration of identity... It becomes something a lot more. It becomes a lot more interesting for you to observe these characters as um, as they find themselves in this, you know, in this um, setting where being just where being a unified self is impossible due to the war. Does that make sense? I think you're saying the exact same thing I'm saying. You're saying it's about the loss of identity. I'm saying but it's about the. But he's saying it oh, more. No, but he's saying saying it's about the loss of identity. I'm saying it's about the disruption of harmony. So they all, this entire island, it works in perfect harmony. Everyone wakes up, everyone goes to the pub. 
And then someone decides to do something differently. And it's just a conflict that is like a cancer that like grows on the island and people are yeah. taking sides and people are getting split and people are getting different. It's only then when the things that were clearly wrong in that island and the culture to begin with come into light. Like the, um, so the Dominic character, which I mm -hmm. didn't even remember existed. Sorry about that. But his dad is abusing him uh, quite heavily, actually just yeah. beating him to a pulp basically every week. And these these guys know it like it's a, it's a known fact but it's not until these other ideas and ideologies creep into the island that that becomes an actual issue and people the colin farrell character starts going like yo what's going on over here this yeah. is really like this is not okay mm. so it's about just a culture that existed in perfect harmony and then something came into the island and said you know, we're not going to do it the same way. It's such a tiny thing. That's why I love this film. I think it's such a brilliant thing. Like this one guy always goes to the pub with this other guy. And now this other guy will not go to the pub with him. And that yeah. collapses the entire island. The harmony is so subtle. And that oh. that, that brings everything to light. That destroys everything. Mm. That burns the entire place. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, dude. No, it's As so, we're talking about it, like, I'm, no, no, oh, yeah. this film's so good. Because for, for the listeners, every time we watch the film, we are trying as hard as we can not to talk about it until the recording. And as the Pedro says what he said right now, honestly, for me, it's like, whoa, that's, that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like also Vili said, it's like a cancer. One thing, one, one cell is trying to be different and it's messing up the whole system one guy had a thought yeah to do something different yeah. not to go not not be and the the thought is it's it's not like a big thought like i want to rule the world he's like i i'm i don't want to be a friend with this guy anymore and that's it mm -hmm. And everything changes. Everything collapses. The Dominic guy, he stood up for his uh, to his father. Uh, his sister goes to another. He to goes to mainland basically. The, the that guy cut off his, sorry, spoilers, five fingers. <laughs> and the other thing, uh, how how do he will play violin no, without that's, fingers? That's, nah, he was like. Directing yeah, he, he's director. But by the way, that's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, the word. yeah, that's watching too many films. Yeah, yeah. I I love that uh, shot when they showed us when he was with no fingers, mm. and I think everyone who who would watch the film, and I think you should watch the film, would ask them, oh, how he would play the violin, and they have a shot in the bar when he took the violin in one hand and he would just um, playing it like a guitar in one hand and just smashing his other hand on the table like a bass, like a uh, rhythm thing. Yeah. Mm. And other guys was playing. And I was like, that's a good touch. He, oh. They couldn't, they, 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 uh, they couldn't show that. They, oh, wait, yeah. I'll, I'll just say about the violin. Cause I really happy that you brought it up, but I feel like it really just exemplifies the themes. Cause he plays the violin and he has four notes, right? And he has the thumb where he holds the violin in, and then he has four fingers to do the thing. And then he cuts off one finger, so he loses the harmony. He loses the tune. And after that, when it goes all out I didn't war, know about that. I didn't know about... I mean, you could just count him, bro. It's a violin, mm. right? <laughs> but anyway. No, I think in the violin there is a three strings, no? No, it's three four. Strings? No, it's I four. Think three so. strings? It's four. I mean, we might be I very fucking dumb six. right now. That's a guitar, G. 
Yeah, but well, Alex the is violin is just right a now, small so. guitar. What? Yeah. No, it's not. It can be. No, it cannot. <laughs> no, it cannot. It doesn't have a sound box. It doesn't work like that. But the point what's, is... What's the verdict, Alex? Is it six? We're Googling it right now. Uh, but I know continue, I'm right. Continue. Behind the scenes is going to be... Yeah. Four strings. How, how, could that, how could this fuck. have happened? Billy was right. What the fuck? fuck. Anyway. Oh. Fuck. No, but, the guy uh, who lies. <laughs> yeah, Billy. <laughs> I think, I, bro, I never lied, G. These guys keep thinking I'm lying because I'm always right. And they're like, you cannot be... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't tell the behind of scenes. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, um, <laughs> basically the whole island is messed up mm-hmm. because of one guy. Because of one small decision. Yeah, and that is, I think that's what portrays that any of your decision could mess the whole thing up. You know, like a butterfly effect. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't think this is about the butterfly. No, no, no. I get what it, you're saying. It, it, it's similar. I'm not saying it's the it's it's the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's similar. It's your small decision could affect someone else's life. Yeah. And it could be like a domino effect after that. Mm-hmm. It could affect someone else's life and etc. etc. So basically I think it also can show you that anything that you do can it, how they like it, it can be something small for you mm-hmm. but for someone else it could be big and it could go downhill from their point where do you guys think sorry yeah. for interrupting. No, no 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 what do you guys think that the brendan gleason character got this ideology that he suddenly wanted to matter do you think maybe he had a son that went into the war and didn't make it out of the war or do you think he just became aware of the war why do you think the sort of cancer got into the island i think that's a little bit too speculative I think it's impossible to tell where he got the ideas from. I think the safest bet is with age. The character is clearly aged. You know, he he looks aged. He behaves in a way that, you know, is reflecting a certain feebleness. Like he's he is about to lose some of his agency. He is, but still, when you look at the thing that he's sort of doing, he's not just saying, oh, I'm going to stay home and write a symphony for a little bit, but he's actively destructing the entire way of life. I feel like, because just by extension, his character is the, what do you call, symbolism? No, a symbol for the... The corrupt idea sleeping into the country and friend turning against friend and whatnot. And I feel like if you if you were to understand that the island is a miniature island and the film is a metaphor for friend turning on friend mm-hmm. inside the island and then larger inside Ireland because of the civil war, there's got to be a reason for that. Or there's got to be, he can't just be, oh, because people in Ireland were old, they decided to do civil war. <laughs> the, 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 I think the funny thing is can be that we're talking about him being the cancerous cell, but mm-hmm. he also can have a disease that he he was like, oh, I have this disease. Well, right that's, just, that's just further the metaphor. No, the, this, yeah. is, this is this speculate, speculation, yeah. speculation yeah. because we, we don't have an answer. See, but mm-hmm. the, but mm-hmm. that's why I said the funny thing is he can get like a cancer or some other incurable disease. Yeah. And he was like, I have so like like this uh, like um it's a couple of years left yeah i mm-hmm. need to do something great well that's the same thing it, yeah it's him, it's or, him saying, or uh, sorry for interrupting because i had uh, like friends and acquaintances that had similar things 
when they reached an, a different age for everyone, it was like at 33 to 40, they were like, I want to do something great. And they started to doing like, you know, crazy shit, like mm -hmm. stopped talking to each other or even someone stopped to talking to, to parents because that's they think wild. that would help them to reach something. Mm -hmm. And that's why I connected with the film because I had this experience with right. both of the characters. No, yeah, yeah, I the, get like, that. Midlife crisis, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I was gonna say, like, I get that, but I also don't think that the age thing should be dismissed as like something. Oh, he just got old. It's you know what I mean? Because somebody old, kind of going up against somebody young, in an ideological sense can very easily be seen as an ideological battle of conservatism versus progressivism. So when we look at somebody who is old and he's running out of time and he's running out of agency, he's running out of power to influence people around him, and <clears throat> he turns that in on himself in the same way that a system ruled, uh, in the system um, would, um, sorry, excuse me, in the same way that a conservative system would also turn in against the system, there must be a flaw in the system as to why we're not, you know, why our ideas aren't working. You can apply that to the film in the same way, you can apply that to the film using the idea of the Civil War. I don't know exactly, you know, the two, um, the two ideological... Uh, no, I think... Like, I, I, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but the two ideological stances of the, the people fighting the war. But somebody old, some somebody getting old is not something that should be just like dismissed, in my opinion. I think you're onto something. Mm. I'm. How do you I, I think I think uh, I think this could be you know like um, with the time we, we can expand this thought of yours. But I think the start is there. What you said, I I like. I love that. Mm -hmm. Watch. All right, let's latch onto that a little bit. Uh, yeah, by the way, guys, the shots. Let's uh, let's skip about, like, no, uh, wait, wait, give no, some no, time. No, 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 no. I, I, no. Think, I think we should talk about this. This film is very but pretty, it's very clean, but I don't think it's about me, the prettiness no, or let the me, clean. Okay, no, let me give you the time. Let me give you the time to think while I can talk about... No, 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 no because no. I want to develop it as I, as oh, I speak. Okay, yeah, you go. I was going to say, even if we don't find a connection between, like, age and the way that the war started it can be more metaphorical it doesn't have to be literally people got old so they started a civil war you know what i mean the personification of the issue through age can be one way of reflecting a different aspect of why the war started but as we said it's not about the war it's about a conflict of identity it's about the disruption that the war brought it's about you know the internal irish identity fighting against itself in the same way that our main characters are having identity crises left and right. Yeah, I Didn't agree with that. Did we speak 100%. about that in the beginning? No? no, 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 no. We're getting deeper into it. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right that you. But I'll I'll say I don't think you need to assign so many attributes to it. It's not necessarily about being young or old, or about being an artist, or being about a concrete person. It's about, in the most simplest terms, it's about a guy who had an idea in a place where that idea has never been had before. And the effect that that very simple idea had, it's kind of like, I know me and Pedro both like uh, no country for old men, right? And no country for old men at the, the very bottom oh, layer, yeah. just spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen that film, skip ahead, maybe two <laughs> minutes. But 
at the very like bottom level, that film is about how people are evil, but we can always understand why they're evil. They want mm -hmm. money. They want the, the, what do you want? Sex. Right. Money, sex. What's the third one? What do you want? Pedro? Yes. Sex. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But then, then there's this psychopath who comes from across the border and he doesn't want anything. He's just evil. Yeah. And then the sheriff is uh, just caught in this place between like space and time where he's come face to face for the first time in his life with this character who wants nothing. It's just evil, essentially. Mm. By the way, guys, I have two questions for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about this film. Why? Because I, I didn't understand a couple of dialogue. Why in the first part of the film the sheriff guy punched Colin Farrell character? What do you mean? Ah, in in the store. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, near the store, outside the store, he was walking out the store. He punched him, and then the the Daryl character. Yeah, it's because um, it's because um, the the lady asked him like, "Is there any news going on? Is there anything happening?" And um, Colin Farrell's character, <coughs> excuse me, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's character tells uh, the woman at the <coughs> store that the sheriff beat his kid. Uh -huh. So it's actually kind of like, it's interesting that you're bringing that up because I think that's like the first symptom, the first like indi indication that his character is flipping. Well, that's you not know? the second half of the movie. That's not the beginning. Yeah, no, but it's, 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 it's the of, first yeah. like, uh, it's the first indication of his like actual like flip. You know what I mean? Like the, up until then, he's struggling I, I with think, his identity. He I think thinks... Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the point where he sees the effects of him doing exactly what the Brendan Gleeson character is doing, which is disrupting the status quo and saying yes. something that they normally never the, would. Yes, exactly. The reason he, that I ask this question for, for, for this particular question, because do you remember like in Catherine class, we, we learn what is bits are, is mm -hmm. when, when the script is kind of changing and the positioning changing. And that's why I, even though I didn't understand what they were saying, but the feeling of the movie kind of changed at that mm -hmm. point. And that's why I was like, yeah, that's I right. I think something yeah, is now different, but yeah. I don't understand why it's uh, different. Yeah, I'll once again repeat my argument. I think this film is like a perfect harmony. You get two shots where everything is perfect and then one string. It's kind of like that saying that one bad note can ruin an entire symphony, right? Yeah. And, and you can't even tell because... Not a lot goes on in this movie. It's about guys having a petty argument, essentially. But you can <laughs> yeah, tell literally. it's much larger than that. Yeah. And it affects everyone. And everyone is like has a side and has a party to it. And they all go, what's going on and why? And they can't understand it. You know, and the other thing, why I gave this movie so this high mark is... Um, so when I have a pre-master here in Sussex, I was asked... Uh, I, like uh, the teacher said to me, like a good movie can be watched without the sound. And after watching this movie, I was like, I'm not even though I'm not understanding, like, mm -hmm. uh, like half of it. I was like, I'm still getting what is the messages. I'm still getting what like the author mm. want to portray in these characters in the scenes and I was like yeah I think that's a good movie because you you can basically I know yeah uh, maybe you will not understand everything if you will watch it on the mute but mm -hmm. you will still get the general picture of every character and what is going on I think mm -hmm. you'll get everything because all the yeah. film is saying is these guys were friends and now they're not but yeah. the the dialogue the the one that I understood was great 
it was funny. I, I even laughed on a couple of like speaking, bits. Speaking of dialogue, there was one specific piece of dialogue that you brought up to us after the film. Yeah. Was towards Which the one? end of the Because it was very important. It's the yeah. final. It's not the final because they say a bunch of random stuff at the beginning of it. Yeah. At the like after it. But I think the most important bit always comes at the end. Like what is said last is what is the most important bit of the movie yeah. oh, or the most wanna, important bit of the sense. Do you want to discuss a little bit about that? Yeah. So the final thing. So at the end, these guys are beefing. Uh, Colm has accidentally killed. What's his name? Podrick. 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 Padrick, what's the Padrick is the Game of Thrones guy. Yeah, no, Padrick. 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 What, Colin what, Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell's guy. So whatever. <laughs> Wait, this film is not who, in English. It's in Irish. He, he so. didn't kill. He, he killed the donkey killed the by donkey. accident. No, the, no, the other guy killed the donkey. No, 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 no. no, no Wait, no, no. the. The the friend killed the donkey. Yeah, yeah. not the Colin Farrell. You said the kill, no, no, Colin, no, killed listen. Colin Farrell's donkey. Ah, Colin so Brendan. Yeah, yeah, so Brendan. So this petty argument exemplifies, 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 and it begins take on like a physical dimension. Like things are actually people are actually getting hurt. Animals are actually getting hurt. Uh, Brendan Gleeson's character accidentally kills Colin Farrell's donkey, and then Colin Farrell gets mad and he burns Brendan Gleeson's house. And the very final scene of the movie is these two guys meeting at the beach. And uh, they sort of just arrive at a consensus. I can't remember the exact line that they say, but he kind of says, I guess we're arguing now, and I guess that's how it's always going to be. And then Brendan Cleason says, thanks for taking care of the dog, because Colin Farrell has been taking care of the dog for the last couple of scenes, and Colin Farrell says, no problem. So I think that perfectly encapsulates the status quo that we've moved into from perfect harmony into... We now live in in a world of discourse and in a world of conflict, but also we can still sort of find ways to do things for each other and be friends for each other. I think mm. this is the also other thing, even though <coughs> basically they were friends, they were friends for each other like for a long time, and they loved each other, and even one, and we understand that's kind of. You know, not like stupid, but um, a strange thing happens, like the death of the donkey. And we, we still acknowledge that through the film. We see that Colin Farrell character sees the donkey as his friend. Mm. We still um, understand that this, uh, th the reason that the donkey is dead is kind of strange mm -hmm. for to be so like angry at him like trying to kill him mm. and i think that uh, wait give yeah, me a second let, let him just i i, 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 I want to say that that's the thing is that people like not not even people like just societies right now are like so hatched onto things that are dumb strange okay and they hatch onto it and they forget about everything that was being good. Maybe, may, maybe I'm like trying to connect that wasn't trying to be connected. But this is what I see right now. Okay. Based on what you're saying, basically. Right. The, the things that he, he, they were friends and the donkey's dead. So yeah, okay, that's bad. Just, but he cut off his five fingers. Mm, they could be friends. He was looking after his dog. And after that, it was like, no, we're still f enemies. And that's like, 
basically, I don't, don't want to be political because we're not political in this podcast. But this is how politics kind of works. Like, yeah, even though we're being friends, yeah, for several years, fuck you. <laughs> basically. Think, My donkey is no, dead. I, I, I agree with the donkey, but I think it's purposeful that the donkey is... Is the donkey that dies instead of, for example, the sister or someone else? Yeah. Cause they that could, really, no, they the, could kill a sister. No, they, they could. couldn't kill the sister. No, no, no. No, no, no listen. Wait, I, wait, I'm wait, saying wait, that... Wait, 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 wait. G- on, give me on. a second. Uh-huh. They could kill a sister. They could. But I think they purposely killed the donkey. Because if, if they wanted Colin Farrell's character to be more of a revenge thing, more of um, like a, a whole character, basically... Uh-huh. They could kill a sister, but they didn't do that. Let me, let they me killed the donkey because they knew that the don- uh, m- most of the viewers will see the donkey is like, why you, why do you revenge for a donkey? I see what you're saying, but let me let me say first. I think I actually kind of disagree. I think the 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 killing of the donkey was on purpose, and that is not because. They didn't want to make him like seem revengeful, or, uh, excuse me, vengeful, or, like taking revenge, because he did. He tried to murder the other guy. So <clears throat> they went down this path of the character becoming very, very fucking vengeful. He tried to kill the guy because he killed his donkey, and that is because of the importance or the significance of the animals to these characters. When we really think about it, the guy, the musician, had a border collie, smartest fucking dog breed, very loyal very intelligent this reflects attributes of the guy you can say he's not loyal but he still defended his you know his past friend against the cop he still was like looking out for him and he still had loyalty to the guy's sister so the attributes of the guy are shared with the dog in the same way that colin farrell's attributes are shared with the donkey the donkey no no no, wait you laugh but it's actually true donkeys work relentlessly in the farm the guy worked relentlessly to win back his friendship and in the end of the day his lack of self-awareness his stupidity he even says they say it in the film all the time like his dimness is what gets in his way of actually achieving that friendship and what do we think of like donkeys primary stereotype is that they're stupid they're dim you know what i mean so the characters are deeply connected with their animals and the fact that they killed the donkey is essentially bringing it back to identity, killing Colin Farrell's character's identity. So the fact that he became so vengeful after the murder of the donkey, or not the murder, after the, after the donkey died, perfectly launches it into the climax of the film, which is this fucking like crazy revenge, I'm gonna burn down your house and murder you thing, because this is the moment where he truly got to Colin Farrell's character. I don't wanna be your fucking friend anymore, I'm gonna kill you. You know what I mean? So I think killing the sister in this place wouldn't have achieved the same thing, if that makes sense. I 100% agree, but I think Alex is right as well. The fact that he kills the donkey, and that's the point where the the Colm character, the Brendan Cleason's character says, I'm, he says, I'm sincerely sorry for that. I didn't mean for that to happen. But the damage has been done, essentially. I think that it's sort of just amplifying the point that these differences, even though they're drastic and they're like big enough for him to cut his fingers off, all of his fingers off, he like mutilates his entire hand. But still, if we just saw like the pain that we cause each other 
and through the dumbest thing, not through like, I murdered your sister, bro. And now like, oh, I still care about you. Bro. I killed you donkey. Like we love donkeys, but still a donkey is not really a big thing. Right. And then he says, I'm sorry. Cause it, it's, I, I love the, I, I think you're absolutely right about the donkey being essentially Colin Farrell. And he, he sees he's hurt the donkey. And by extension, he sees he's hurt Colin Farrell because Colin Farrell is actively feeling the pain. Right. Hmm. And that's when he says his story, but it's, it's past the point at that point. I'm totally agree with you um, that Colin Farrell. Oh, th yeah, that's honestly. Yeah, I'm I'm still thinking about that. Yeah, you have I have yeah, I yeah, done yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Uh, that's that was a great point. Yeah, um, just a couple of seconds about the visuals. Even though there is like uh, only two houses uh, and two streets, they still shows a good view of the Ireland and the Very beauty true. of the of the country. Very true. I love that. The themes, as you can hear from our discussion, can be discussed more and more. And if yeah. we had more time, I think we could delve it in for. Yeah, hours we, and hours. We could talk yeah, yeah, about yeah. this film for hours. Um, yeah, I mean, as you guys could tell, there is so much to talk about this film that it ended up it ended up feeling like we didn't even scratch the surface. There is so much to talk about, which is just a testament as to why you should definitely go and watch the film. 100% worth it. Um, but anyways, thank you so much for listening to the third episode of Inciting Incident. Once again, thank you, Luke, for the music. Amazing stuff. Um, and yeah, that's it. I love you guys. I will see you next week. Peace.